So I'm joined by Isabel Droy, who is a blogger, copywriter in the sustainability space. Good morning. Good morning. I was reading um, uh, some stuff that you've you've done in the sustainability area. I was particularly interested in content that you produced around profit and sustainability. Can you tell us a little bit about the research that went into doing that? I've read a lot recently about people's interest in sustainability and how consumers as a whole are changing their buying habits. But I didn't really know whether they would be willing to pay the premium pricing for this, Um, because obviously sustainable products often cost a little bit more. Um, That was one of the most interesting parts I learned. In doing the research, they must have come across the phenomenon that consumer behaviour is is one thing and what they say is another thing. How did that work out in this this change in, say, consumer behaviour towards accepting um, this different model of pricing? Definitely. I think in the first place, people, they don't want to change. They want to buy what they've always bought. So getting people to buy sustainable products in the first place is always a push especially when these sustainable products cost more in the first place. But the statistics that I researched for the blog found that people would be happy to pay a 25% premium on average for sustainable products. So it was really interesting to see that people are interested in paying more for the sustainable products because they know that they're getting a higher quality product that has no... um, that hasn't been isn't harming the environment, isn't harming people. It's fair trade. Like they know the whole supply chain. Your contention is that consumers will will look at sustainable organisations and products mm-hmm. and services. Be prepared mm-hmm. to take a twenty five percent, maybe in terms yeah. of premium pricing. Yeah. Does that actually follow through into consumer behaviour? I definitely, definitely think it does. Small statistics I found in the blog, I found that a lot of organisations have found an 18% higher um, return on investment than those who don't integrate integrate sustainability into their strategy. So obviously they are seeing the results of the data. It's not just the data set that people say they'll do it. People are actually doing it. They're actually walking the walk rather than just talking the talk. And when you set off to look at this research, was that the kind of hypothesis that you had in, in mind that you were trying to prove or disprove? I definitely knew that there was data around there from previous research that buying habits are changing, that people are wanting to be more sustainable. But I thought it would just, because people wanted to do it, they might end up spending more. It wasn't that they were willing to spend more. It was just a consequence of the fact that they want to buy sustainable products. So it's really interesting to see data specifically that they are willing to pay more, that they are saying they're willing to pay more. Because I know I would expect people not to say it. They would want the products just to be cheap as possible. But the fact that people are saying that they want to pay more, it shows that they are really interested in sustainable products um, and they want to encourage businesses to produce sustainable products and encourage new sustainable businesses to create products. Turning it around and looking at it from the other end of the telescope, instead of looking from the consumer's perspective, mm-hmm. what about from the when you were looking at the motivations for corporations and businesses, etc., to look at yeah. 
adopting this kind of this this kind of model of looking at sustainability as something which is not just all cost mm. but it has some benefits what kind of areas did you did you discover that were were available well i think i think one of the most important things is as almost every business is making moves towards sustainability even the big um, oil companies like wanting to be net zero before 2025 i think it's really critical for businesses who aren't very sustainability focused in the first place not to fall behind I think it's going to be essential um, in the coming years. I also found data that showed that a more sustainable strategy, for example, reducing your energy costs and becoming more net zero, um, reduces operational costs and expenses compared to in a conventional approach. So switching to renewable energy, for example, will lessen your dependence on the grid, create your own electricity, reduce your bills and move away from fossil fuels and the pricing of fossil fuels is all over the place at the moment so it's it's definitely future-proofing a business and then I also found when I was researching um, solar energy renewable energy that there are loads of grants available to help your business become more green and once I got into looking at those grants I discovered there's loads of green tax brackets for companies taking action for climate change the government also announced that um, businesses need to be moving towards being net zero, being more sustainable, having a clear carbon reduction plan. Otherwise, they might not be able to compete for government contracts in the, yeah, they might not be able to compete for government contracts when it comes to things like construction. This also applies to public sector organisations. Isabel, you're someone who's written extensively about the personal responsibility in people becoming greener, becoming eco-warriors in many ways. What's the comparison between the individual response and what you found in your research when you're looking at businesses? I've read a lot about how, obviously, governments and individuals will hold big businesses accountable when it comes to sustainability but there's not a lot that's holding individuals accountable when it comes to sustainability. Um, As a freelancer, I am both an individual and a business, so it's a weird mix. Um, I know personally I'm on a big low-waste journey myself, Um, and things sort of cross over, so I'll be offsetting any travel I do for business, but now I've started to offset any travel I do personally. If I ever fly, which I try to avoid, I'll definitely try and offset that. I try and reduce my environmental footprint, my environmental footprint as a whole, so reducing meat intake like I'm beefing myself. I really try to reduce my plastic waste, food waste, trying to eat more local food to reduce air miles, that sort of thing. And how does that compare with what you found when you were researching for for companies? Do you think companies are going to be made to adopt that kind of responsible approach i would find it interesting if it's a difficult one because work culture you can't really force your employees in that to do anything but i think the work culture the office it is really important to introduce sustainability in those spaces as well so both the business and the individual is becoming more sustainable i would say i think 
before sustainability used to be an addition to a business it used to be oh look what we're doing this is super cool but now I think it's just becoming so much more essential and we can see from consumers wanting to pay more for products consumers wanting to buy from sustainable businesses all the way to being green is even becoming cheaper when it comes to energy prices and reducing your costs and when it comes to even the government is trying to push more sustainable businesses they want to work with sustainable businesses they want to make it easier for businesses to become sustainable it's not a in addition to your business anymore i think it's essential and especially when there are these scary predictions with 2030 2050 what's going to happen in the future i don't think businesses can afford not to be sustainable anymore because in the end if you're not if there's not an there's not a world for us to operate in. You're not going to make any money, are you? Like you need to be sustainable. Otherwise, it's just on the wrong side of history, really. Isabel, thanks again for your time. And thank you for taking us through profit and sustainability. Uh, I guess as a blogger, I have to ask, what other things are you writing about just now? At the moment, I'm writing a lot about how there's a lot of doomism in sustainability at the moment. I'm trying to put a more positive spin on it, write about how we can change things the science is there we need to be optimists when it comes to climate change and how we can actually fix that 